0: Interesting. You know, Paul Schrader's yeah. cinematic universe.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> he's part of the DNA now, which I, I don't know how he'd respond to it, but uh maybe this will he'll catch wind of this and <laughs> write a Facebook post. Oh, uh, you're in trouble now. What?
0: Why why? 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 Why, why?
1: Moon Knight, the latest Marvel series to hit Disney Plus follows a reluctant museum gift shop clerk who suffers from dissociative identity disorder.
0: And is maybe also the avatar for an ancient Egyptian deity. Big fun! I'm Lizzie Bassett.
1: (laughs) And I'm Alex Logan, and we're two movie and TV nerds who spend all week hunting for the one thing we think you must watch.
0: That is correct. And if you are enjoying the show, please leave us a rating or review. It really means a lot. We read them. We love them. So drop that rating or review below. This week, IMDb is obsessed with Moon Knight. It stars Oscar Isaac as Stephen Grant slash Mark Spector slash Moon Knight slash maybe more. I'm not entirely Mm -hmm. sure yet. Uh, Ethan Hawke as Arthur Harrow. May Kalamaui as Layla. F. Murray Abraham as Khonshu and many more fun folks in this one.
1: The first episode dropped on Wednesday and the remaining five will air weekly until the finale on May 4th.
0: Yeah. And I do want to clarify, we have seen the first four episodes, Mm -hmm. so there are two that we have not seen yet, but we've seen more than all of you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, In your
1: face. No. And we won't spoil details from those, but we will talk about why we like them and why we're excited for this show for sure.
0: Yeah. Now, I will admit that I was not super on board with this title at first, but Alex sold me with three simple words
1: <laughs> Big Mummy Energy.
0: That's right. For anyone who doesn't know, which just means you're not a personal friend of Alex's or a fan of his podcast, which, by the way, you should meet uh, Never Ending Movie Marathon. Alex oh. is an enormous fan of Brendan Fraser's The Mummy. Um, Yes, as he should be. It's great.
1: (laughs) It's one from childhood that I never let go of. And I love Rick O'Connell and I love Brendan Fraser's performance so much. And this show, it's baked into that DNA.
0: It and really it's just is. in
1: there, and you know, it's got the rollicking adventure. Uh, it's just if um, Brendan Fraser was also Evie's brother Jonathan character in one body and splitting back and forth between the two every once in a while. He's the oh, sniveling, yeah. he's like the sniveling, you know, kind of coward, and he's the superhero, uh, you know, uh, dashing leading man, but they kind of have to switch back and forth and try to take over the same person.
0: Yeah, I'm sure we will get more into Oscar Isaac in just a minute. I believe that this is the first time that we're seeing a brand new character character introduced via one of these Disney plus MCU shows. Of course, that that does not include the Jessica Jones and Luke cages of the world. But is that correct?
1: Well, for a lead character, yes. For one of the main oh, superheroes, right. the title character Moon Knight, they've introduced villains and and side characters right, who right. will spin off. But yeah, this is one of the main characters that's going to cross over into all the films and everything else.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's Oscar Isaac, right? right?
1: Even though I will say the show is very much on its own path. Thanos' snap doesn't play into this. The Avengers, you know, any of those events are not mentioned or a part of this narrative.
0: That's one of the things I think I've appreciated the most about this is that I... I enjoy Marvel movies. I do not watch them religiously. Like I, I have had trouble following some of the other stuff that we've we've watched because I was just like, I, I, I just haven't sat there for 12 hours and watched all of these. This one, you oh,
1: it's a lot more than 12 I hours. Know, <laughs> at I know. This point. I've seen many of them. I
0: just haven't seen them all. Yeah. But uh, this one, you honestly don't need to. I think you can go in cold, which is a nice change. It was nice to see all yeah. new characters. It's nice to see a new world. I really enjoyed this
1: in the other movies. And I think, Lizzie, what you're reacting to is like sometimes the mystery or the excitement of the shows and the movies are where they connect. Yes. And if you're not as up on all of them, like yeah. those reveals aren't that exciting to you when a after credit scene is introducing or bringing back a character we haven't seen in a right. while. Oh, no. You know, <laughs> but but this one has enough of a mystery at its center mm-hmm. that reveals itself you know scene by scene episode by episode that it can stand on its own in that way and i think they've created enough of an inherent central mystery that you don't need that.
0: Yes, it definitely gives me WandaVision vibes in terms of like they're yeah. they're trying something significantly more adventurous here than I think we've seen in the shows that came between WandaVision and this one. Yeah. And, and also in terms of the sort of splitting of realities and splitting of perspectives, you're getting a lot of that here as well, albeit in a different context.
1: I'm excited for it. I think it's a good direction to go in. I think some of the movies in 2021 were a little stale. You know, some of the series weren't my favorite. Uh, yeah, I agree with You that. know, I, I, I wasn't, It's so hard to follow Endgame. Endgame was a beautiful summation of so much that they had been working on and doing for so long, and nothing's really lived up to that. But this is one that's given me a lot of hope. I also really loved the Loki series. I loved that. Loki was great. Yeah, trying to answer bigger questions about life and existence than a lot of the other Marvel movies really tried to tackle. But this is going in another direction again of going into your own psyche and who is in control and what it means to be given these awesome powers and what you do with them. It's a good
0: change. It is. It also, I think, bodes well for Miss Marvel, which is coming on yes. June eighth, and that's another series where we're going to get a a totally new character entering the MCU, who we know is going to make the jump to movies as well.
1: Yes, absolutely. She'll be in the Marvels, the sequel to Captain Marvel. Yes, I'm very excited <laughs> for that one.
0: Now, Ethan Hawke in this show. Is oh, yeah. having a blast, which I feel is yeah. not something we get to see from Ethan Hawke that often. Like when I, I fun and Ethan Hawke don't necessarily sit together uh, at lunch for me, but he definitely is. <laughs> he's having a great time. If any of you saw First Reformed, which I know Alex and I both loved. There's a lot of his character from that weirdly coming through here.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's it is 100 percent there. And he is so invested in this character that you'll see from the first opening scene is the scene where he's sitting down. He's doing the ritual of breaking the glass and putting in his shoes. Yes all of that is Ethan Hawke's creation. Oh wow. He came up with that whole thing. I I will have a video an interview with him and some of the other cast members Oscar Isaac and some of the directors coming out on Friday when this drops. That goes into this, but Ethan Hawke who was a big comic book nerd when he was a kid said that he was trying to picture in his mind what the single page image of Arthur Harrow would be mm. in a comic book he when it. you're introduced to the villain and he created this ritual, right? And he was also trying to give himself a reason for the cane. And he was also thinking about Reverend Taller from First Reformed, completely baked in there. And he was trying to come up with like the scene in that where he, you know, (laughs) wraps barbed wire around himself and is instead doing it with glass in this. Ethan Ock told me, you know, once you work with Paul Schrader, he's in your bones. Like you never you never really run away from that experience. And so I think it's interesting that a filmmaker like him from Taxi Driver on, who's been such a (laughs) a. You know, kind of unfamily friendly kind of filmmaker seep into the Marvel universe
0: via Ethan Hawke
1: and Oscar Isaac. Oh, because Oscar Isaac was just in Paul Schrader's latest movie, The Card Counter, which is fantastic. He's so good in it, and uh, he said himself too that it's still kind of in the back of his mind that, like, once you kind of exploring that psyche.
0: Interesting, Paul Schrader's cinematic universe.
1: Yeah, I mean <laughs> he's part of the DNA now, which I, I don't know how he'd respond to it, but uh maybe he'll catch wind of this and write a Facebook post. Oh boy. I don't should, I don't know if yeah. I'm ready to see his MCU movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: But um Oscar Isaac joining the MCU after, of course, Star Wars and then also Dune is an interesting move. And I know that he's spoken a little bit about being sort of reluctant to to do yes. this. I completely understand why he chose this as his path in, because he gets to play, as we said at the top, a character with dissociative identity disorder. And it allows him to explore so many different facets of both this character and also the, the psyche. And I I will say I was nervous when I saw the description of this and that he was playing a quote unquote superhero who has a, a very real mental illness. I had some concerns about potentially, you know, making it look fun or making the mental illness look like the superpowers they do not do that. They really wanted to explore what it might feel like to have that mental illness. And they they really do it. It's very disorienting. You know, I think it's very smart the way that they set up the first couple of episodes, because you're kind of moving in and out of this fugue state with him where you're not sure what just happened. He's not sure what just happened. You can kind of start putting some pieces together. But it's very interesting. And so so kudos to the directors. I think that they nailed this.
1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with bite. I think it's really smart to not actually show the violence, yeah. but to show the bloody aftermath yes. and make it sh- as shocking as it is because this show surprised me how bloody it was. Yeah. That, you know, there's the moment where steven his mild-mannered um british, yeah, museum clerk. Museum yeah, his clerk. british accent which by yeah. the way the
0: accent yes it is a little jarring but i there is a, a reason for that
1: <laughs> absolutely it is you know a persona yes uh, but yeah when when steven snaps out of consciousness uh we don't see mark take over right. and do all the cool stuff and you know karate everybody and kill him it just snaps back to when Stephen is in control again, and it's, it's shocking. shocking. Right, that blood all over his hand. Yeah. There's bloody guys on the ground. It it avoids the violence, doesn't glorify the violence, and instead it it makes it this yeah disorienting, shocking uh, scene instead. Which I don't know. I, I they've <laughs> they've got more story to tell with this, and they're going to dig pretty deep into it. Oscar Isaac is very invested in telling you know not a necessarily realistic portrayal of dissociative identity disorder. It's it's a comic book, you know, right, but. To get into the psychology of the character in a real way that wouldn't make light of the situation.
0: Yeah, to at least treat it respectfully. And I think that they do that.
1: Yeah. And behind the camera on this show is, for one, Mohammed Diab, who was one of the first directors they brought into this to actually work Mm -hmm. on the creative, work on the writing, uh, help shape these characters. And he was the name that Oscar Isaac saw on the show and said, like, what are you doing here? Like, you make kind of indie psychological dramas. Uh, Why are you trying to make a Marvel show? And he was like, I want to make that kind of movie. In Marvel, make it with me. And they broke down the character and tried to find like the most psychological aspects. And then Marvel also brought in Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson, a directing mm-hmm. duo who make a lot of really cool low budget films.
0: Yeah, I love them. I they're they're really great. Um, they made an awesome movie called The Endless, which coincidentally uh, involves a cult which, of course, Ethan Hawke runs in this show as well. Um, they're they're really awesome. They tend to star in their own work. Alex, I know you were a fan of Something in the Dirt, their most recent film at Sundance, which
1: is all them. Yes. <laughs> they wrote direct, it's, and it's just the two of them almost entirely finding a weird mystical event in their small apartment building in LA. It's cool.
0: Yeah, it's interesting to see them not direct themselves here. That That's yes. something that I enjoyed watching and very much enjoyed the episodes that um, Muhammad directed as well. And I think also really Important that they brought an Egyptian director in on this show. So I'm glad that he's there.
1: Yeah, and somebody who's as invested. It sounds like everyone that is jumping aboard this really took a lot of investment and really tried to elevate the material and realized that it was an opportunity to do something different and do something exciting and really like, you know, push Marvel in a different direction.
0: Well, and I think what you called out about Muhammad, you know, working on very sort of like low budget psychological thrillers, that's very much what uh, Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson do as well. So clearly right. they were going for a very different vibe with this series and it paid off.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I got a chance to talk to Benson and Moorhead at the Moon Knight Junket and I had to ask them because throughout the show as we're talking about there's the two personalities we're seeing reflections of the characters even the split personalities talking to each other through mirrors. I had to ask, you know, was it basically, was it difficult to shoot all those mirrors? How much of digital cleanup and everything are you mm-hmm. doing in it? And, you know, what what's kind of the deeper meaning of that? And here's what they had to say. So, Every once in a while, of course, uh, you know, you have to do a little bit of digital cleanup, but in general, mirrors and reflections are every filmmaker and cinematographer's favorite thing in the world. Um, this uh, story, of course, very strongly for ways that we won't spoil, um, requires use of them. But honestly, even if it didn't require it from a story perspective, we'd use it in a thematic perspective. We're telling a story about a multiplicity, about a duality, about, about the fractured nature of someone's identity and, um, and you know every single thing that you can do to thematically back that up in that moment to reflect the character's psyche. We do, and so reflections and mirrors are a huge part of that. And there's there's actually um, when you've watched the series five or six times, you'll start to realize there's actually information in there that's cueing you about what's happening at the end. Definitely something to watch for on this watch through and when you rewatch it, of course, to find all those hidden things in the mirrors. You can find that interview with the directors and the cast, Oscar Isaac, Ethan Hawke, everybody, will be on IMDb if you go to the Moon Knight title page. You can check those out.
0: Definitely check those out. They're very fun interviews, and I can't wait to see more from these guys. So we asked you on Twitter which actor you'd most like to see join the MCU next. We got a bunch of great responses at ClusterFlex002 wants to see Denzel Washington as Blue Marvel. I would love to see Denzel join the MCU. And actually... I did an interview with Denzel and Michael B. Jordan a while back, and they talked about this. So I, it, it is, uh, it's is—it's potentially in the ether, if you will. Um, I think he might, I don't know, might be interested.
1: There was a little bit of a random rumor where they were saying he might join as Magneto if they reboot the X-Men oh. and bring them back. And I can't think of a better Magneto, to be honest. I, yeah. that, that made me so excited, to be honest, yes. uh, just to be that kind of character. You know, I mean... It would be he could bring the power to it. He could bring the you know the the gravitas to that. The con- that the
0: character. inner conflict. I mean we saw Ugh. it in Macbeth. He just I, yes. I, that was an incredible performance. Yeah, I would love to it's see it. It's just that.
1: Macbeth with a cool red helmet. <laughs> <laughs> At glittering gloom forty one said I know she technically already has, but McKenna Grace, we only saw her pretty briefly, and it's happened before with Gemma Chan mm-hmm. and some others having two different roles in the MCU. Love to see her actually get a main role. Yeah, she did have that small part in Captain Marvel playing right. a younger Carol Danvers. Yeah, I totally agree. She's she's, she's great. Amazing. Yeah, so fun in, in Ghostbusters. At Starring Cupid wants to see Anna Jope as a potential new Storm. Mm. I mean, I get the X-Men in. I love Storm so much. She's such a cool character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. can't can't happen soon enough.
0: (laughs) I'm more of an X-Men lady. I would love to see all of that come back ASAP.
1: Lots of love for Keanu Reeves, including from at A-L-E-S-S-I-G-L, who thinks he should be the new ghostwriter. Yeah, we tried to
0: pronounce that and we could we could not. So (laughs) sorry to whoever's Twitter handle that is.
1: And come on, we have a ghostwriter. It's Nicolas Cage. I know he hasn't been in a good one yet, but Marvel, bring him back. You can you can redeem him just like they redeemed Andrew Garfield in the new Spider-Man. He was so good.
0: He was great. I love Keanu, but I agree. Bring Nick Cage back.
1: They really wanted Keanu for Moon Knight. That was that was a long time fan oh. casting, and they really thought he'd be good at doing that kind of character. And I think he I, would. I think he would too. But you know, I think Oscar Isaac is perfect. Yeah, he's for crushing it. it. Yeah.
0: Um, At, say, Tabby and many more thought Priyanka Chopra Jonas needs to join the MCU. I love that. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, yeah. Every time she shows up, she just really impresses me. And I feel like it would be so fun to see her kicking some butt in the MCU.
1: And the fandom for superpower couple, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, was very strong, including at Antoine Zavis, who says John Krasinski would be an amazing Reed Richards.
0: Ah, the Fantastic you know, Four.
1: I would not be surprised if this actually happened. You know, really? he's he's been trying to get in the MCU for a long time. At one point, John Krasinski was announced as Captain America and America kind of said, mm, I don't know, Jim from The Office, can he do it? Now, these years later, put a little gray on the side. I think he could do Reed Richards. I think he'd be Mister Fantastic.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Do we need to reboot the Fantastic Four? Because oh, it's-, it's already happening. No, it's already it in production. Not gone well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, this time, third time's a charm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or fifth time, really.
0: And then finally, at Keith MCM Eight uh, said, "There's got to be something for Wallace Shawn." Sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, my, my pitch right now, I think Thor is going to introduce Throg, which is a frog version of Thor. Oh, and fantastic. he has a very funny voice. Wallace Shawn would crush it.
0: Please, perfect. Taika, yes. if you're listening,
1: <laughs> get
0: Wallace Shawn in there.
1: He would be the perfect Throg.
0: We love hearing from you guys. Please tweet at IMDB with the hashtag IMDb is obsessed, or you can always email us at obsessedpodcast at imdb.com. In case you hadn't noticed, we read your emails. We really do. We read them, we talk about them, we love them, cuddle them, cherish them. So please send us emails. We really enjoy them.
1: I will not stop thinking about this Wallace Sean casting. Like this yeah. is this is gonna consume my day now. So thank you, Keith MCM8. <laughs> awesome.
0: We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.